Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, before we do get into today's first story, I do want to give you some warnings just in case you would like to skip the story. As always, timestamps are down in the description and along the timeline below. But it does contain talk of infidelity, spousal abuse, death in childbirth and religious abuse as well. So once again, if you want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. And let's crack on with it. This is from Throwaway Runaway Toot from the True Off My Chest subreddit and says... My husband wants me to be a mother to his affair child. I, 29 female, and my husband, 44 male, have been together for five years and married for two. I met him at the church I started going to when I moved cities to start my career. I worked for an insurance company and he's a pastor. I know that we have a notable age gap, but he was always kind to me and made me feel special. Anyhow, a week ago, he came home and told me we needed to talk. He told me through tears that he's been having an affair with one of our community members, 34 female, and that she had been pregnant with twins. She'd gone into labor. She and one of the twins died and the other is in ICU. He said we need to step up, that he wants me to turn my office into a nursery and set up a cot in the room so we can take turns. I became distressed and told him I wanted some time to think, and I was not sure I wanted to do this. He told me that I had made a vow to him in marriage and and that God had blessed us with a child. That this is our cross to bear and that God will never give us something we cannot handle. I told him that it seemed God had given her more than she could handle because she had died. I know I should not have, but I was not thinking correctly. He slapped me and told me that I needed to serve my husband. That God had chosen me as this child's mother and I needed to be his humble servant. Just feels so strange. Yesterday I cried so hard I threw up. This woman died, yet I feel bad for myself. I feel so ugly. I wanted children and was saving for IVF because I am infertile. But now I have a chance to have a child and I do not want it. I feel like I'd be robbing its mother's grave. I pray to God, but if I'm being honest, it's never felt like anyone was ever listening. I feel like I have truly seen my husband and he no longer looks kind. He looks his age and very tired. I want to abandon him and the child. I'm only 29. I can start over. I have a remote job. I can take a day off when he goes to the NICU, pack my essentials and leave. Neither him nor the child deserve this. And although this is my circus, that is not my monkey. As always, OP replied to some comments. Someone says, just love yourself and leave. And OP says, that's the hard part. I always felt like I was never on anyone's radar and just their back burner. He made me feel special and loved, but this week I feel like I've seen past that. Although I was old enough to decide to be in an age gap relationship, I feel like he had no business with being with someone my age. I'm 29 now, and I would feel wrong being with someone 24. 
I spent my whole life accepting second best, and now that the one person who put me first has now put me last, I feel like I just see it all now. I feel used. Someone says, I'm a Christian and a preacher's kid. He's full of shit. He made vows too. This is not your cross to bear. OP says, I've been kind of thinking about that recently. I still love him because that doesn't leave overnight, as much as I want it to. This last week, I've been thinking about what it would look like when the baby comes home. The arguments we'd inevitably have in front of the child. The way he used the fear of God to make them behave. And I can't accept that. I was willing to accept that when it was just me. And I'm not sure why, but I just can no longer accept this behavior. OP gives more info about the affair and says, He said that she had come to his office several times a week to seek spiritual counseling. And the affair just happened after many emotional sessions. The assistant pastor is aware of things according to my husband's version of events and has called me twice this week to offer help converting my office into a nursery. He said that forgiveness is a virtue and this is a part of God's plan. Someone says, don't let him use God to manipulate you. He doesn't care about you. Opie says, that's just it though. Looking past the situation itself, he doesn't care about me and only pretended to. I finally found someone who put me first and it was a lie. I feel like such a gullible idiot. A 39-year-old man was interested in a 24-year-old woman because they had the same interests. Really? I feel so stupid for not seeing it when I can, so clearly see it now. And you know, OP's already mentioned sort of several red flags in itself, but like the whole age gap and stuff like that. And, and I can only say what I imagine many others are going to say and that get yourself out of that situation. That is a manipulative, abusive man. I don't think there's much to say apart from getting yourself out of there. But Stop Spam Call says, leave, leave, leave. You cannot trust this man. You have absolutely no obligation to become his mistress's child's mum. This isn't sister wives. This is all a very unfortunate and sad situation, but you are a hurt party here. God didn't tell him to knock up a woman outside of his marriage. This whole thing was your husband's own making. He's trying to coerce you by abusing your religion for his own selfish wants. No, no, no. Isn't it in the Bible that if your eyes tempt you to sin, that you should gouge your eyes out? Well, I'm assuming his eyes are pretty much intact, aren't they? And the cherry on top is he felt so self-righteous in that moment to slap you after everything he's done. No. Leave that manipulative, abusive piece of shit behind. Werewolf says the only thing that is not a huge red flag in all of this is you realizing that is not your monkey. He chose to be unfaithful and from that he expects you to ultimately raise another woman's child. No way. If this is all true, there is only one thing you should do. Run. Dry asks says, first, your vows to your husband mean nothing, since they meant nothing to him when he had an affair with another woman. Second, your husband is a typical piece of shit that does horrible things but hides behind religion. Third, your husband hit you. That is absolutely not acceptable, and I don't care what you said first. Fourth, leave immediately. Divorce his lying, cheating, abusive, manipulative ass. C Ad says, Lady, the only reason you know about this because this affair partner died. How many other women is he sleeping with? How many other secret kids does he have? And this. He slapped me and told me that I needed to serve my husband, that God had chosen me as this child's mother and I needed to be his humble servant. This is some proper narcissistic shit. Just leave this guy and be grateful you don't have any biological ties to him. And we're up one more comment from Difficult Research who says, Please, OP, don't let this man use God to manipulate you. 
The very fact that he takes no responsibility for his own actions but claims that it is God who has blessed you with a situation shows how little respect he has for you. When you got married, he vowed to be faithful to you and he broke that vow. Let him sow the fruit of what he reaped and please don't be manipulated by someone who has shown he doesn't care about you. He didn't even admit his infidelity until his affair partner died and left him a child. What do you think would have happened if she hadn't died? Opie then adds a small update and says, I just want to thank you all for the support. I'm still processing this all and I just needed a little time. I don't feel unsafe, just unloved, just not enough. My husband did apologize for slapping me and continues to express regret, but he can't take it back. Just as he cannot take back impregnating another woman which ultimately killed her. I'm just feeling so disillusioned with my whole life right now. I know I should leave. I know that there is a world out there that will not treat me like this, but I'm scared of change. I'm working on a plan to leave and get in my ducks in a row for when I'm ready to go. I'm not sure when I should leave if I choose to. Many expressed that I should make a report to the police about him slapping me. And they're probably right, but that would likely cause me more problems than it would be worth. If I leave, it might make him want to contest the divorce more. And if I stay, it would cause more tension. I've been working on my left hook though because I won't let him get away with it again. I'm not violent myself, but I'm down for a tussle. Because although I'm hurt, I am angry. I'm not sure there will be an update because I'm still unsure. I can make all the plans in the world, but the change scares me almost as much as bending to his will. I've been praying about it, but I see no clear answers or guidance. I don't know. Funny thing, I'm jealous of the people saying that this is fake. It's like I want my life to be like it was two weeks ago. I could read a crazy story on the internet and think, wow, that's crazy. Seems kind of fake. And keep scrolling and go about my life. Only I can't scroll away in real life because that's just not how life works. I don't owe anyone proof of my life tragedies. Least of all strangers on the internet whom I will never meet. I do thank all who have given support. I wish I could tell you I packed my bags and left this sorry ass, but I'm not strong enough to yet. It's not that easy to do in real life as it turns out. Odd. OP updates their post eight months later and says, I left. If that's all you wanted to know, there it is. For those of you asking how the other woman died, I get it. I invited you into my business. It was an amniotic fluid embolism. I don't know much about those, but I guess when they happen, things go wrong really fast. We lived in a more rural area. They just weren't ready for something like that to happen. I didn't leave right away as, as I know now that I should have. It just wasn't that easy. I stayed for two months. I knew if I did not least try to make it work, I would not be able to live with it. Not because I wanted to save my marriage, but because what ifs keep me up at night enough as it is. I went to marriage counseling with my husband, but it was ultimately fruitless. Of course, it was Christian counseling. I felt that their goal was for me to forgive him rather than actually trying to help me. I was so utterly alone during that time. My parents and brother are also very religious, so even though they weren't happy with my husband, they kept urging me to do what a good Christian wife would do. I spent so much time suffering in my own head that I began to realize that I was going through the emotions, doing what I thought people expected of me. I entered a state of derealization for a time, and that was an absolute mindfuck. The feeling of nothing being real, not even myself, was horrible. During this period, my husband brought his baby home, and we had tried to split the cares 50-50 at first. He ultimately didn't trust to look after the baby because I was lost in space. So he ended up being the primary provider. When I was with the baby, all I could think about how his existence ruined my life. It had look at me with big blue eyes and I just wished it would disappear. 
I would actively spend time resenting a baby. There was a time when I was thinking to myself, I wish it would stop breathing. That was when I knew that I needed to leave. I was blaming a baby and wishing ill upon it. And that was not okay to do. I don't remember much about this time besides that. It's mostly a blur otherwise. I sought services throughout my work to talk to a therapist and I eventually came back to earth. She helped me make a plan. At no point did I fear my husband. I truly believe the slap was a one-off event. However, screw him. He doesn't deserve closure. On a night, he had a long Bible study. He always took his baby with him because he didn't trust me. I packed my essentials and dipped. I met him pretty quickly after college, so I did not have much to take as far as furnishings. I fit everything I wanted in three suitcases and four moving boxes. It all fit into my SUV after some mediocre Tetris skills. I was able to change my phone number online before I left, but I did leave the divorce papers under his pillow with my lawyer's contact info. Kind of like the tooth fairy, but for arseholes. <laughs> I was the breadwinner in my state. We were not married long enough for me to pay spousal maintenance. At least that is what my lawyer said. I owned my vehicle outright. We had our own bank accounts and a shared expenses account. We filed taxes separately and the church owns the house. He's being an ass about it all, but I'm hoping it should be done soon. I got a decent apartment in a city a few hundred miles away. I've never lived in a city this big before. Everything is so expensive, but besides that, I like it. I found a new therapist, met some new friends, and found a new church with loving people. I still have my days, but for the most part, I'm content. I think it will always hurt on some level, but I'm working on taking my power back. I turn 30 next month, and I'm hopeful it will be the start of my best decade yet. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And a top comment below that one says, I've waited so long hoping to see this update. Good for you. Have a wonderful, fulfilled, happy, and safe new life. Which OP says, thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I truly believe I could feel the support from wherever you are in the world. May you have a wonderful life. What an absolutely messed up situation. And, you know, I'm just incredibly glad that OP did get themselves out of it. And for me as well, get out of the location that they was in and move somewhere completely separate. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story is from the MI the Arsehole subreddit. It doesn't have an update as yet. It's from OKRepeat3939 and says, Am I the arsehole for telling my parents that if they give my brother money, I will stop giving them money? My female 32, brother 35, is trash. He has multiple baby mamas and is a deadbeat. 
He also is the apple of my mum's eye. He can do no wrong and is just misunderstood. My parents are retired and on a fixed budget. I do well for myself and I help them out. I give them maybe $500 a month to help with groceries and bills. Every once in a while, I will give them extra for unexpected expense, no questions asked. My mum asked me for $2,000. I sent it to her. Strangely enough, I ran into my brother at a family wedding. I had been told he could not afford to attend because it was a destination wedding. Weird. Funny story, he actually missed the wedding because he hooked up with some random on an excursion and went to their resort. It was our cousin's wedding and my aunt was pissed. She had to make special arrangements to get him included on the trip since he only got the money last minute. She said my mum shouldn't have given him the money if he wasn't even going to show up. Then she shut up after she saw the look on my face. I enjoyed the wedding and had a great time. When I got home, I went to see my parents. I asked my mum why she had asked for the $2,000. She lied and said something for the house. I asked what. She couldn't say. I told her what my aunt said. I told her and my father that from now on, I wanted receipts for any money I gave them. I said I have no problem helping them, but I will be damned if I work my ass off for her to give my money to my piece of shit brother. She started crying and my dad said that they weren't children and didn't answer to me. I agreed and walked out. I didn't talk to them for two months. My aunt called me yesterday and told me that my parents were thinking of going to the food bank since they didn't have any money. I said I had given them $2,000 a couple of months ago and that was more than my family of three spent on food at that time. She said I knew damn well they'd given my money to my brother. I told her that he probably should pay them back then. She said I was being a bitch. Am I the arsehole? Now my first thoughts on this, whenever we cover a story and you know, you get someone butting in and saying, oh, you're being a bitch for doing that. My thoughts is, oh, why can't aunt start coughing up and paying towards them? If they're having to attend the food bank, surely aunt would want to sort that rather than having a go at you about it. But this is quite a simply not the arsehole to me. Your parents are, are abusing your generosity, betraying your trust. They must know how you feel about your brother. The fact that they're going behind your back to lie about where the money is going. And I think it's just real rich of that aunt to phone you up with that saying those words. But OK Will says, OP, you are not the arsehole. Your parents are. They created this monster and now you're supporting him. They're using you as a cash cow. Yes, it's true they don't answer to you, but if you're footing the bill, then they damn well better tell you where the money is going. And your aunt calling you a bitch is funny. If she cares so much about your parents, she should be footing the bill, which I highly doubt because people are always one to talk, but never to sign the check. Stand your ground and let them suffer a little so they understand. They won't die over eating some food from the food bank for once. Next commenter says, not the arsehole. If your mum truly believed she had done no wrong, why did she repeatedly lie to you? She doesn't even have the conviction of purpose to justify her actions. She chose to steal from you to support your brother. She can live with that choice and the loss of income from it. And if your aunt is so passionate about your parents' plight, she just hosted a destination wedding for her kids. She can surely support her sister in her hour of need, right? It's what family would do. Demon says, not the asshole. Even parents need tough love. You are generous above and beyond. If they need groceries, if they're willing to talk to you, they can place an order that you can, if you want to anymore, pay for. This way, the money goes exactly where you want it to. Who says, not the arsehole, they're on a fixed income and instead of using an additional supplement wisely, they wasted it on your brother. If all it took was two months of no financial support to need a food bank, they should have been more diligent with what they were receiving. Your aunt can call you all the names in the book, but her anger is misdirected. 
she should be mad at her sibling for wasting the support they received. Your parents don't answer to you and you're not responsible for providing a gravy train. And no table says not the asshole, money is fungible. Even if the money you give them isn't directly spent on your brother, it still subsidizes him. Every $100 of groceries you give them or they buy with your money just frees up $100 of their money to spend on your brother. They don't even feel guilty about this as in their eyes, you're the bad daughter for not supporting family and it sounds like nothing you will do will ever be enough. If anything, your involvement helps them ignore your brother's failings as you pay for the consequences. Maybe a couple of years of no support and contact from you might force them to reconsider how they've treated you both. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation if you was OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world. So thank you so much for being involved truly and if you do love these stories there's a playlist at the very end of the video that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you so for whatever you're up to maybe doing a bit of exercise maybe painting the house maybe a bit of gardening crochet painting who knows what you're up to don't forget to let me know over at mark narrations over on twitter always love to see your crafts and hobbies and it will continue to scroll through those videos for you and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.